I'm one of your co-hosts this evening, uh, Zach, and to my left, your right, and center is... Live in studio, Jay Steele. For the first time in a long time. Long time since we came back. Lordy, it's been a while. How you been? been? I've been great, man. How you been? I'm doing great. I'm doing great because this this episode's big because we're going to uh, do a little NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3 rundown. God, can that name get longer? Uh, Yeah, it's starting to just capitalize on top of each other. (laughs) Lordy. So we're going to do a little rundown on that. We're going to have a great interview Mm. with John Kerman. Mm. But that's not it. What I'm announcing right now, what I need y'all to understand next week, we are commentating over an episode and the votes are in. The votes are in. The votes are in. But before we get to that, let me do some context real quick. Do you know the context? Uh, yeah, I know the context. Go for it. Of course, I always know the context. Up. You can uh, find us on uh, Podbean, podcastingcouch.podbean.com. You can find us on iTunes, uh, Take It Home. Uh, you should search Podcasting Couch. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Podcast. My bad. Yeah, well, I mean, you could, you technically, we're you could all find under the it. umbrella of pod- podcasting. Yeah, but couch, you're going to find right. the old episodes. Good call. Yeah, you're right. You're right. My bad. I messed that no one up. Podcasting brother. couch. But hey, give us a give us a review. Five stars would be great. At least three, minimum three. We would we would if really appreciate that. If you're one of those that. one stars, we will find you. Yeah, we'll find you. Uh, you can find us on the Twitter, Take It Home Pod. You can send us an email at takeithome seven five seven at gmail dot com, and on the Facebook, Take It Home. I love it. I love it. You nailed it. Yeah, a four out of five ain't bad. And podcasting underscore couch. Podcasting underscore couch Instagram, yeah. You killed it, kid. Not bad for your first time back. Whew. Whew, I love it. I love it. It's been it. a while. Um, like I said earlier, we uh we are commentating over a match next week. We're uh, going back to that for it's, it's uh, one match. week. Uh, we will try to do that once a month, every other month, something like that. Because so we know you guys like to hear us do. commentate stuff. And we gave you the contact, so if you yeah. have a match you want us to do, hit it up there. Hit it up. Um, Anyone or all of them, whatever. All of them. But uh, okay. I, ran, I ran a vote on Facebook. I ran a vote on Twitter, and uh, a couple of people actually talked to me about it. We are commentating. 2003, mm. the Elimination Chamber yeah, can't at wait. SummerSlam. Can't wait for that. You, boy, you haven't seen it. You don't even know. You're right. I don't remember it at all. And so I it's going to be new to me. It's but I've heard things. It's new to everybody. I think everybody's trying to forget it. Like Just forget that, it? That Men in Black thing. Yeah, yeah. Because like it was memory. not good. You'll see. You'll see. But, um, I will see. But yeah, so let's go ahead and kick into this NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. This time it's personal. Brought to you by M&M's Minis. Yes, that's a 1999 reference. And okay. Cricket Wireless. That's right. Cricket, Cricket Wireless. Wireless. <laughs> they they bring you everything. <laughs> okay, so let's, uh, let's uh, start at the bottom of the card. Uh, first of all, have you watched NXT any? Yeah. So I just caught up uh, the other day. I just watched f- like a whole month of of TV to get caught up. I'm glad one of us did. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I I, 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 I say that, um, but it's because I watched so much in a small block of time. Right. I don't necessarily remember specifics. Well, but we'll figure it out. We'll I, figure it out. Honestly, here's my thing about NXT. I feel like even if I was just to watch each takeover. I'm fine. Yeah. Not a lot changes between the takeovers. Not much, yeah. I mean, you get your you get your main storylines that they're pretty much going to do a video package or or a, exactly. Uh, you're going to you could honestly even if you 
just watch the takeover. You could watch the pre-show and be totally caught up. It'd be brought on back to, uh, um, on everything. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, NXT is designed for developmental, so you know, new guys are they're getting their they're getting their licks in and figuring out you know what the what they're going to be. So absolutely, um, it's not really a bad thing. But um, and I mean, the TV is great. Like they they produce a great show. Um, yeah, I just don't really remember. Yeah, and and for me, it's the first time. And usually in the summer, it gets like this for me because you know I, I won't lie when I watch my wrestling it's during downtime and yeah. i don't have a lot of downtime during the summer so this is the first time that it's like the product of wwe is a lot because you're talking yeah, Raw, a lot smackdown 205 um nxt pay-per-views specials like specials original uh, 24s the 24s and stuff yeah. so like i'm not able to watch this whole goddamn thing in this time period but that's you know if that's my complaint awesome um, but going into takeover, I know everybody. So like, I'm, I can, I, yeah. I know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know the people on the cards. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who's, who's on this? Uh, that's, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's that CN guy. Yes. It's CN Almas versus Johnny Garano. Johnny wrestling. Johnny wrestling. Coming back after and, being turned on by Tommaso Ciampa. Which he's gone too, right? Yeah. He's injured. Yeah. So they were both gone. Yeah. And now uh, Johnny came back, and he's going to face Almas. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a I'm a fan of Almas uh, in ring wise. I I think he doesn't get a lot of um, following because of his kind of weird character. I wish they gave him something else, but I feel like we're working out of it. We're getting out of there, and I think eventually he will get to the main roster with a character that I can get behind. But right now, for me, I don't care about when you come out, but in the ring, you're not too shabby. Yeah. And Johnny yeah. himself is really good. Johnny's really, like, he can have a great match so, with any, anybody. So He's sad. really, really good. And then to to piggyback off that with Almas, I don't remember exactly what his first thing was when he first debuted in NXT, but I didn't like that. No. Um, so this is better than than what he originally Absolutely. was giving. Um, and I agree with you. I think it's just, just a little bit more time to figure out where, where it's going. But, yeah, he's great in the ring, too. Um, so this is going to be a really good match. To, I think so. I think it's going to be a solid. Um, then from there, we go to Hideo Itami versus Aleister Black. This is going to be a lot of kicking. Oh, yeah. uh, it's going to be a good uh, hard-hitting match because we know Tommy th- throws yeah. them throws them strikes, and then oh, uh, yeah. Alistair, um Yeah, I'm. I don't know exactly how I feel about him yet. But I'm behind. I, him. I, I like I like his uh, when he hits something, or whatever, and he just drops down in the oh, in the yeah. Indian position. Oh, God. So, like. I, I, I pop so for that. Horny. I, I pop for that. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. I mean, I think also it's going to be a, a really good match. Yeah, for me, this is my match of the night because I am an Alistair guy, and Hideo has not ever impressed me. His five thousand years in NXT. Seriously, well, I mean, he hurt his shoulder like every eighteen week. times. Oh yeah, so He's, he at least goes on vacation every three months. And if, I don't mean to sound like assholey about it, but I just feel like he is constantly not there that I can never get behind yeah. his push. Now, I will say I like that he's coming or in this he's a, the bad guy. And I love Alistair because he's an asshole. And yeah. He's gonna be awesome. So, like you said, kicks, hits, kicks, that's all I need. hits, and it's going to be the shit. Yes. I see what you did there. <laughs> did you? Yes. 
So uh, our third match, we got Author of Pain, uh, Authors of Pain, defending their tag titles against Sanity. Uh, yeah, I'm optimistic about this because I feel like yeah. Authors of Pain have gotten better since they yeah. um, got the got the tag team championships. Yeah. Um, it just depends on who they're working with. Um, but I think uh, I think Sanity will do well. Is it? Which it, Sanity members? It's um, it's going to be the big guy Al- and the yeah, little guy. It's Alex Stern, uh, Killian. Okay, Killian. It'll be good. It'll, yeah, it'll be I'm right. fine it'll with it. Fine. I think Sanity. It, it's just going to be a a big old fight. Yeah. Where you know Eric Young's going to try to get involved. Everybody's going to be dickheady. So it's going to be an interesting brawl, I believe. Uh, from there, the women's championship, Asuka will defend it against Ember Moon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's gonna it's gonna happen. I think I this just, is the match where Oscar loses. I think. That's, do you? Yeah, I think this is it. I mean, I think it has to. I think it has to be because if it doesn't happen, then there's no reason for Ember. They've been pushing Ember Moons down our throats. That's what I'm saying. And if you don't pull the trigger here, then whatever. Exactly. What, yeah, it's exactly what I'm saying. So like, if if they don't, then and I'm an Oscar guy. I love Oscar. I love Oscar too. Not saying like I'm not saying she has to like oh no, she has to lose, but in this all. case they're they're kind of making that ultimatum like so Absolutely. If, if Ember doesn't win, then you might as well just fire her because she's lost everything. Absolutely, then. absolutely. Um, uh, so I think it'll be. I mean, in closing, I think it'll be it'll be a good match. Um, yeah. and yeah, Ember pretty much has to win this. Has to win it. If she doesn't, I'm not shocked. But at the same time, should have won. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> wrong, uh, wrong kid died. Wrong kid died. Uh, we go from there. Bobby Roode defending his NXT championship against Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. It's the main event TNA always wanted to yeah. give me. Uh, they, just, <laughs> they just couldn't make it they happen. They just couldn't make it happen. They just couldn't make it happen. I, I'm a Bobby Roode guy. Um, so I'm am I. getting... I'm getting behind Drew. I like that he's in NXT, and I feel this match should be good. You say that, <laughs> but I'm looking at your face, and I'm not okay. believing it. Okay, like I, like I said, I like Bobby, but Bobby wrestles like a heel, like and rightfully so, where he's not going to be too flashy, nope. which I'm fine with. Drew back, Matt, blah. Huh? Drew McIntyre, I've never been a hundred percent on. Okay. So for me, granted, I'm starting to get behind Drew. I'm not a hundred percent there. So okay. I can't say this is going to be one of those NXT Samoa Joe versus Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe versus Finn, Finn Balor, Balor yeah. uh, K- KO versus Finn. Uh, uh, Shinsuke, Nakamura yeah. face uh, Samoa. Like I can't say it's one of those matches. Right. Right. But I think it'll be solid, and I'm looking forward to it. And to be honest, just like every other goddamn takeover, it's going to be good. Yeah, it'll be good. There's been like one bad takeover. It'll be good. So I'm looking forward to the show. How about you as a whole card? As a whole, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to the show. And then, uh, like we were just talking uh, before we came on there, there'll probably be another throw-in match at some point, maybe. Uh, might you yeah. I mean, there might be, but it is five matches. It's a two hour show. That's true. So they may not. They may uh, tape some NXTs. So I think I think five should be enough. I'm looking forward to it, though. Awesome. Me, too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's that time. I think it's time we have the interview you've been waiting for. Can't so wait for this. I think we should kick to it, right? Kick it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, right now I'm going to bring you a sweet, sweet interview with a sweet, sweet man. 
His name is John Kerman. John, you sexy bitch. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm actually, I'm doing pretty sweet, to be honest. Really? Why is that? Uh, just because, you know, I'm just too sweet. Oh, ooh, <laughs> that's ooh, what I was going. Ironic. That's where I was going. I was going to ask if you yeah, were just too sweet. The kids these days say. <laughs> well, everybody's throwing up the sign these days, you know. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, that is true. Oh my God, yeah, everybody's throwing up the wolf pack all around the world, USA, like it's nineteen goddamn ninety six. Uh, I wish it was. Oh man, nineteen ninety six was probably the best time to be a wrestling fan. Period, For sure, I would say. Yeah. What yeah, were? I agree. Well, we'll just jump into that then. In 1996, who were your boys? Oh, man. Uh, well, I was always a Razor Ramon slash Scott Hall guy. Right. So while I think he had gone to WCW at that point, uh, I still liked him regardless because I liked that character. Right. Um, <laughs> a big Patriot fan. Yes. <laughs> you got Yeah, of course. Of course. Patriot fan. Because, uh, you know, I'm American. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm an American. You like obviously have to be a why, fan of that guy. Why would I not like the Patriot? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, was, I would say Savio Vega. The WWF Savio Vega, I think he uh, doesn't get enough credit. He had some good matches during his run there. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, like him and Austin had a couple of that were really memorable. And I think they even, like, highlighted on Austin DVDs, like, every three months. Yeah. And, I mean, really, that was kind of the few that first started getting Austin spotlight and microphone time and stuff like that. Absolutely. Did you, uh, so you were always a wrestling fan, group wrestling fan who, uh, who watched it in your house? Uh, Oh, or like, or like got you, got you into wrestling. Yeah. I was really the only one. Okay. Uh, My friends at school liked it from what I can remember. And I wanted to be cool like them. So I started watching it. Uh, I just never stopped. <laughs> um, okay, now growing up uh, as a kid, we also played a lot of video games. Uh, so, which wrestling video game would be your favorite? Um, from when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, from a kid, not a not game. recently. Right, right. I think there's a game, uh, and this is gonna show how old I am for talking about it as a kid. Uh, <laughs> there's a game I think called Raw. It was either Raw or Royal Rumble on Super Nintendo. Yes, it but is. I remember it's Raw. really, yeah, really enjoying that game. Uh, was like Yokozuna in the WCW? Yeah, Yokozuna. Yeah, Yokozuna was on the one. cover, I believe, as well. Yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty sure Lux Luger was in it too. You goddamn right, he was in that era. Uh, but like, I was a teenager by the time No Mercy and all those games were coming out, so I was like those being from when I was a kid. Right. Have you played any of the games from recent time? Like, Recently, no. Like, I'm going to be honest. I've seen people play them, and I'm like, I feel like it's more, you're more like that uh, NFL coach game or manager yeah. or whatever. I mean, I'll be, I'll be dead honest with you. I mean, you know, I used to work as well, so, like, when I play these games, I play it like I'm booking a match. Like, yeah. no lie, it's like, no, cool. I'll I'll go ahead and just, like, do the shine on them and then, like, let the computer hit <laughs> up with a fight back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it is sick. You work it's true. Psychology. Yeah, yeah it's totally true. <laughs> I am. It's like, every time I'm like, I get the niche to come back, I'm like, I'll just play WWE for a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, when did you, uh, when did you actually get to become a pro wrestler? How did you get in this? Uh, so, I started in 2000. Uh, and at that time, MTV had that true life show 
and they had to laugh on to be a pro wrestler. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. I remember all that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that, and I found out that there was such a thing as pro wrestling schools, and I just Googled the closest one and went, and first day I went there, I signed up, and, you know, you know how it goes from there. Yeah, and that was, uh, tell us again, that was up in D.C. area, correct? Uh, yeah, it was for at Kaida Pro. Kaida Pro, um, right. They were in Fredericksburg at the time. Uh, after like a year or so of being in Fredericksburg, they moved to Richmond. Uh, but I still made the drive down to Richmond. It's like an hour and a half for me. How long? Uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, how long, I was going to let you finish the story, but then how long uh, did you train before you had your first match? Uh, I actually, I didn't train very long. It was between three and six months. Um, I had my first match pretty quickly. Uh, it was a spot on a card where the promoter just, they had two people cancel, so they needed to kind of fill a spot. But it's still, like, uh, I had shown enough in that amount of time to give them enough space for me to at least go out there and get, you know, squashed. Nice, nice. Um, when going to school, you meet people, obviously. Do you still keep in touch with a lot of the people that you train with? Uh, I actually do. Yeah? Uh, oddly enough, yeah. A lot of the people... I mean, there's some it's only on Facebook and stuff like that because they don't live near me. Right, uh, right. But, like, Sanjay Dutt lives near me. I still hang out with him. Um, That's awesome. There's C.A. Elliott slash The Reason, uh, if you know him from yeah. Virginia, or Hype Rockwell from Chikara. Yeah. Uh, I started with him. I actually went to high school with him. Oh, wow. And I still hang out with him from time to time. So Very Yeah, nice. there's, there's still a few people. Yeah. That's cool. Really, good. I mean, that's one of the things uh, about wrestling. Kind of just brings uh, brings everybody together. Long lasting friends, some of them, anyway. Um, so yeah. let's let's kind of jump forward a little bit. Um, you got into MMA after, I guess. Would you say after? jump a little bit? You just fast forward like I mean, ten years of his life. You you know how you know how I do yeah. you, you know how I do stories. <laughs> you know how I do stories. Okay, well Tarantino, it finish yeah. your question. I was gonna say, when did you start getting into MMA? Is that, is that something that you always liked? Too, with pro wrestling uh so well when i first started wrestling mma wasn't really a big thing you know what i mean like people knew yeah. about ufc but it was still kind of like that whole people thought it was blood sport like underground fighting like, right it hadn't it hadn't grown with rules yet right yeah um so that wasn't really like a big thing when i was starting wrestling uh but then the ultimate fighter show started in 2005 and it just portrayed a completely different side of things. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought it was cool. So at that time, I had gone and I started doing a little bit of uh, kickboxing uh, for like six months or whatever. But at the end of that time, I was like, you know what? I'm really concentrating on this wrestling thing, so I just want to do that for now. Uh, but it, I had also given myself kind of a 10-year ultimatum. Like if I had made it in 10 years in wrestling, I would try to do something else. Right. Uh, and that, that time came up and... I don't know, just I remembered it, and I remembered wanting to try the MMA thing, so I just said, what the hell, why not? Nice. Now, um, I'm going to put a pin into your MMA, and we'll come back. We're, ju we're jumping back. We're jumping back. Let's hop yeah, into no, DeLorean. No Let's hop into DeLorean. <laughs> That's Let's why go I back. set that up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this can be like Memento. We'll just jump all over the place. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, you're you're in pro wrestling, you're going places, and you get brought down to, a, um, like, in Norfolk and stuff like that where, uh, you know, like the reason and stuff like that. Like, what got you to travel, even down here? And I know that's only, like, at, at three hours, but, like, yeah. what made you want to travel and go to different areas? 
So uh, when I first started training in wrestling, one of the things they told us was that you would have to do these crazy road trips from time to time. And you heard about all the guys in the 80s and 90s and stuff and how they would wrestle 300 nights a year. So they would just be driving from city to city every single night. Right. And that's literally how they spent all their time was driving and wrestling. Right. Um, so it was kind of ingrained into me from the beginning. Uh, one of the first road trips I actually went on for wrestling is in driving outside of the state I live in because <laughs> I drove from Virginia to Georgia. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so that alone was like a 10-hour drive one way, and that was, again, my first wrestling road trip. So getting that kind of right off the bat, you kind of see how it is. Right. Um, and it makes it makes a lot of the smaller ones seem a lot easier. Oh, of uh, so course. Anything that's like three, four hours is not a problem at all, really. Yeah. Uh, was it a yeah, fun trip, just, the Georgia one? Like... Uh, it was. It, it was. So, I mean, obviously that helped. Uh, and really there aren't very many wrestling trips I can think of where I had a bad time. Right. Uh, you know, even times where maybe something bad happened, I still think overall, most of the time, the overall trip is still pretty good. So nice. Do you have a, uh, a road story that sticks out of an awesome time that you had? Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> There, there was one time uh, I almost died driving. Oh, well, that's uh, horrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's funny when I think back on it now. It wasn't funny at the time, obviously. But right. I was just driving, and I started falling asleep behind a wheel. Oh. And I had a person with me, and um, they woke up as I was kind of falling asleep. Mm-hmm. And they just started, when I think about it now, and I think about how they sounded, they just started screaming. And when they started screaming, the sound they were making was just so funny to me. It was hard for me not to laugh when I stopped the car and everything was okay. <laughs> and I, I was just like, uh, hey, hey, man, uh, you all right? You all right? And I really wanted to be like, man, you just screamed like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you were fine. We okay. Oh, That's yeah. what I always say. You didn't die. This is true. If you, yeah. ever, if you ever ride with Jay Steele somewhere, you pretty much give him your life. <laughs> I understand. Um, I know a few people like that. So going from good, what would you say? You don't have to name the place or anything like that. Like, what's the worst time you've ever had in wrestling? Like, you went this place, you were like, wow, three people are here. Wow, these guys can't work. Wow. Like, do you have anything like that? Which which time do you want? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's maybe pick one uh, early earlier on in your career. Yeah, yeah. So there was this one time. This is it's not actually about the show, but it kind of like uh, the, the aftermath, really. So I, I did the show in North Carolina. This was early on, All right? Um, and I had two friends with me, and. You know, North Carolina for me is like four, five, six hours, depending on where we were. Oh, yeah. And I think we were in the six-hour range. Mm. So the show ends, and we're heading home, and we stop to eat at this pizza hut. And uh, not to extend the story, the service there was horrible. So our dining mm. experience was awful right. right off the bat there. Then I drove home. I drove my one friend home. And then my other friend, who was supposed to meet another person, was like, oh, I can't meet this person. Can you just give me a ride to my house? Wow. So, yeah, I dropped off my one friend who lived like 10 minutes from me. I think it's 6 in the morning. 
And then I dropped off the other guy, and then I went home, and I got home at like eight thirty, nine o'clock. Oh my god, Lord. that is the worst. Yeah, so that yeah, that was horrible. Now going from going from there, you have crafted uh, your wrestling. You've been to a couple of places. I mean, like I remember seeing you on uh, TNA one time, correct? Mm-hmm. How yeah. was that? How was that experience? What was the difference between doing an indie show and then? kind of going into the the second or third brand um organization i would say is one of the bigger things yeah uh i mean you also it's kind of different depending on where you go uh i know wwe plans out a lot of the things as far as like this happens here that happens there uh, for matches uh tna you have more freedom um, I mean, they still have agents that t- that will say this is okay or this is not okay. You're right. But you get to come up with a lot of the stuff on your own still. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Indie shows, uh, I mean, it kind of depends on where you're wrestling. Some places are good about trying to keep things in order and having storylines and making sure things make sense. Uh, but a lot of times the promoters don't really police the guys very well. So right. it's like even though they're supposed to be leading to something or something might like uh, they're trying to tell a specific story with a match, they end up not doing that or getting the wrong point across because nobody's really like followed up with them. Right, right. Um, I'd say that's really the biggest difference. And then also uh, you did some time in Ring of Honor too, correct? Yeah. uh, I traveled around with them for a little bit, um, really trying to get a regular spot. I never got anything big out of it, uh, but it was fun while I was there. Right. Right. And um, from there, I mean, like now going back into the DeLorean. There we go. Fast forwarding to the yeah. future. <laughs> you you've become an MMA guy um, and you've kind of infused it in your wrestling, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was uh, kind of like your your inspiration to, to do that, just to bring something different to pro wrestling or like kind of what was your what was your mindset to, to kind of cross? Yeah, the two? that was actually it more than anything. Um, and I mean, I had taken time off. I took a break from wrestling for two or three years, uh, minus like one or two matches in that time period. Uh, but at the time, like when I first started taking my break, there were some MMA people who were just kind of getting into wrestling at the time. And uh, I was like, oh, that's cool, whatever. Like, I'm worried about my own thing and doing what I do. Um, but then, you know, of course, people end up asking me questions. Uh, like, there's even wrestling fans at the gym who know I do this. So they'll come and ask me if I've seen a certain match or if I've heard of somebody. Right. Uh, so people were asking me if I had seen these guys and what I thought about what they were doing. So I sat down and watched some of their matches. And uh, I just kind of felt like I could – infuse the MMA stuff a little differently than I felt they were. Oh. Um, it just, uh, it's hard to ex- to really be specific. You right. know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, but I feel like, just like there's different kinds of fighters, I just feel the style of blending the MMA and the wrestling that I do is completely different from what they do. A hundred percent. I mean, if like, that makes sense. well, yeah, I think everybody's main focus when you think MMA fighter wrestler is Brock Lesnar. And, when yeah. Brock's in there, he's you know he's just doing his German suplex and you know throwing some knees and he's wearing the outfit, but he's not necessarily bringing MMA fighting into wrestling. Where I feel like when I watch your videos, your matches, 
you know, you're very, you know, you're still trying to get a hold on a guy because you're going for a submission and stuff like that. But you will pop out a big move as well. But when I watch you doing it, it does seem like a fight with MMA um, versus a wrestler. And it's like two two um, styles clashing in a good way. Right. So, yeah. And I think one thing, too, is just I kind of stick to what I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't try to... Uh, to get too fancy or try to, you know, make my style a combination of the person I'm wrestling their style and my right. style. I just stick to what I do. Yeah. Uh, and I think that actually kind of makes a difference as well. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's also uh, the way that you bring that you're always going to be, you kind of always have that spot that you're going to definitely have something different than the rest of rest of the night, depending on where you're at the card. I mean, as all of us being wrestlers, you know, there's a hundred uh, drop kicks and super kicks and clotheslines going on during the night. So having that different style, you'll always uh, stand out that way. Right. Yeah. Um, so currently, I think, I mean, unless if there's more, you stop me if there is. You're working um, in Nova Pro and uh, Capital City. I Capital Wrestling. Capital Wrestling, yeah, just Capital two, Wrestling. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, what yeah are, those are the two places I'm wrestling for currently. Uh, what are both of those places like for our listeners in case if they live in either of these um, places, they can come see you? Uh, so really, I think both of them uh, in their own way are trying to kind of cause their own niche. Right. Uh, and be different from just your regular everyday independent. Uh Nova Pro gives you a lot of first-time matchups and a lot of matchups that you can't see other places. Okay. Uh, like, I wrestled Tracy Williams there from Evolve. I wrestled Fred Yehi from Evolve. Uh, I wrestled Rory Gulak from Chikara. Uh, and, you know, I only wrestled these two places. So, like, if you want to see me wrestle those guys, you have to get a Nova Pro show. Right. Um, but they also do things like this next show. Uh, at the last one, this female wrestler, Angel Lane, threw a fireball in the promoter's face. Good going. So now he's making her, yeah, he's making her wrestle Keith Lee. I don't know if you know who he is. Uh, uh, no, he's a, not familiar. He, he's a gigantic human being. I'm imagining <laughs> if you it, throw a fireball into someone's face, they're going to set you up in yeah, a match against a happy. bigger person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I don't, bigger does not do it justice, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna look him up. This dude looks like if Angelus Lane ate like four Angelus Lanes, Jesus. then that would be Keith Lee. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I'm gonna have so to look him up. That that should be interesting as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, they've also like Sanjay Dutt and Donovan Dijak wrestled each other, and that right. was an amazing match. Right. Jonathan Gresham and Freddie had wrestled each other. That was an amazing match. Yeah. At least I would say at least one match on every card they have is like a must see. You should honestly go out of your way to see it type of match. Well, I um, I did have the honor to come uh, to Nova Pro and I've interviewed you for mm-hmm. uh, Weekend Warriors, which will hopefully be out yeah. very soon. Um, it's very like I I really dug the atmosphere. I think you guys have a great fan base there. It's packed nonstop and it does feel like a bigger wrestling show when you're there. Yeah. Let's uh, uh let's talk about training uh, real quick. So you you work at uh, Capital MMA in uh, DC, correct? Yeah, I do. Are you uh you're are you coaching there? Are you I know you do some of the 
like managing stuff too. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, I work in sales, but I also do private training lessons. I do coaching. I do a little bit of everything. Right on. Um, what does uh? Yeah. Well, I know that weekend warriors probably coming up, so we'll probably talk about this a little bit in that. But like, what's a typical day for you from when you wake up to when you go to sleep? Oh man, <laughs> every day is different. No, no day is ever the same. That's what I That's love. A good I'll tell thing. you about my yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you about my day today. Uh, but this is kind of common for me. So today I woke up uh, like five o'clock and I came to training at seven. Uh, I had kickboxing at seven. Then I got home at about 10 o'clock. I did a couple chores. Uh, I left my apartment at noon to go meet with one of my sponsors. Met with my sponsor. I did my afternoon run. Uh, I'm at my gym right now. I came because I have to work after this. Uh, but I have this podcast interview, and then I have to work. Oh, and then I'll go home, make my dinner, and go to bed. Lord. Yeah, that's a packed that's day, John. Yeah, yeah, every day is pretty much like that. It's a good day. It's a good day. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, speaking of fight, because you have a sponsorship, like you said, you have, like, a very big fight coming up, don't you? Yeah, I have my pro debut. It's October 7th uh, in Annandale, Virginia. It's in northern Virginia. Uh, yeah, shout out to my sponsors, Enzo Day Spa, Spark Physiotherapy, uh, and there will be more, I'm sure. But oh. if you own a small business in Virginia area and you want to sponsor pro athlete, uh, you can get in contact with me. You can find me on Instagram at Kermanator. Awesome. And and let me just go ahead and plug that Instagram because I love watching it and you're always kicking ass or doing something funny. Yeah, or agreed. there's a funny dog pick in there. Either or. Either yeah, or. Thanks. Either <laughs> or. But, uh, John, thank you once again for doing this, bud. I know you got a busy night, so no. I don't want to take up your time. It's cool. Yeah, thanks for having me on it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, dude, and you'll have to come back and do some uh, crazy, uh, tell us more crazy stories and uh, let us know how this fight goes. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, John. Later, brother. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Right. Well, that was uh, John Kerman. That was great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a sweet dude. He's uh, an amazing talent, and he's always, he's kicking ass he's always man. doing something man he's oh always my God. doing something like yeah. he's got a fight one week he's got a wrestling match the next yeah week. sometimes <laughs> in the same week oh my god i could not imagine that kind of week because you know like we didn't get into it maybe next time with a little more but like you know he has to drop to a certain weight gain to yeah a certain that's weight. that's what i was gonna gonna talk to you about too but we'll get well, that too we'll, bad we'll get that next time it's <laughs> all good 20 yeah yeah well i mean he's got to get he's got to get his training and he's got to work True. too so we'll we'll talk about it next time but yeah i mean that's that's what i would like dropping weight and uh, man i that takes some dedication for sure yeah, for sure that's that's a lot of uh that's hard enough on on itself. So he's a dedicated man with dedicated some dedicated man. talent, and he's a dedicated kisser, from a, what I hear. And he's a real motherfucker. That's right, motherfucker. Uh, once again, thank you, John Kerman. Like you said, look up his Instagram. Uh, Jay, thanks for uh, for the first time doing the podcast live with me. I know, in the right? Last, yeah, like the f- eight years. The f- yeah, the first time on the on the second run. That's right. Uh ladies and gentlemen, uh that is Take It Home. Go to podcastingcouch.podbean.com to listen to all our episodes or look us up on iTunes. Uh we have an Instagram podcasting underscore couch. We post uh, about the episodes there. Uh we have a Twitter take it home pod. We have a Gmail take it home seven five seven at gmail.com and Facebook, uh, take it up. 
Yep. So, uh, yeah, uh, anything you want to put? <laughs> no, you think you got it all. Yeah, I know, I'm great. great. Though, I mean, uh, if you are, this is a side note, I, am, I run my own business now, so if you're looking, yes! if you're looking to uh, anything in uh, your health and fitness journey, I can help you with that. Uh, Tell us about it. Yeah, so I mean, um, I'm a strength coach by nature, so strength and conditioning. So if you're looking to get bigger, stronger, faster, or leaner, stronger, faster, whatever, I can do that. Weight loss, fat loss, you got injuries, I can help you correct that. Uh, yeah, lifestyle changes, nutrition, all that stuff, I can help you out. So nice. give me a holler, uh, hardworkworksfitness at gmail.com, or um, find me on Facebook, Joe Leone. And uh, yeah. I'm here to help you. Yes, so let, me, he is. let me help you. And you've helped me. You've given me tips. Yeah. You've given me workouts, and they work. And I've seen many of people that yeah. you've actually inspired. Like you're, that's the one thing that really I love. Like if there's one thing that I can boast about is that you're a great coach, and you coach. You don't just give something and say, "Hey, bye, hi, bye." You actually give stuff so yeah i i hate that it's part of the part of the interest industry you get a lot of that but really no well, yeah. some people just want to make a dollar while you're yeah. well like granted you will be making a dollar but you want to help people i do i so, really do so all right get yep. done with that sappy get shit. done with that and um, uh yeah next week on Ooh, yeah. the, the take it home episode the votes are in we are commentating 2003 <sighs> Elimination Chamber. I, yeah, I can't wait for this. Um, I don't remember it, so it's going to be new to me. Oh, you're going to remember it this oh, time, boy. baby. But oh, uh, boy, oh, thank boy. you, and uh, as you know, the man to my left, your right, says... Iggy. <laughs>